another tool nugget was you had a wonderful sense of humor. Yes. You do. You have an incredible sense of humor uh, where you were able to laugh at the bleakest moments or make light of it. I've I've never heard so much about someone's bowel movements. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie U Podcast, where education meets results. I'm Dr. Maggie Yu, your guide with nearly three decades of experience in root cause medicine. Here, we dive deeper into the root causes of chronic disease through interviews, case studies, and trainings. There's a lot of people out there who are skeptical and fearful. What are some of your own experience or insights into this? How do people cross that? And, and should they? I mean, it's protecting them, right? It's protection, right? Yeah. How do people cross no, it that? Is, and honestly, I, I love talking about this because it's, I, I really think that it's rooted in a space of a lack of deserving. Like people don't feel that mm-hmm. they deserve to be treated that way. They don't feel like they deserve to spend the money on themselves, to invest that level of time, energy, and devotion to themselves and putting themselves first. They feel guilty about that. And so how do you get through that? We need to go through a process of forgiveness, first and foremost, for the other people in your life, right? Including the medical doctors, including medical field, going through a process of forgiveness there, not necessarily with them, but one that you just do internally, that then follows with a forgiveness of yourself for each you feel you've made that have gotten you to the point that you are yeah. right i think that's critical yeah it's so funny because you know i've actually done videos and on many interviews i've actually said that the number one emotion that actually keeps people with autoimmunity sick is actually lack of forgiveness yeah. and it's not always towards other people it's towards ourselves mm-hmm. yeah because you know that story i just told it's not that all people are evil that's wasn't even the main thing the biggest fear i had was now I can't trust, I've been embezzled and, and I, now I can't trust myself. I shouldn't forgive myself for letting that happen to me. Therefore I am untrustworthy. Mm. And that's what happens when you don't forgive yourself is it actually erodes your, even your belief in yourself. Yeah. Well, and I even tell clients, I'm, I'm like, you, you need to, you need to like drink, even if it's just lemon water right? Like drink that every morning. The more you can consistently take action towards your own well-being, the more reliable you become to your own system. Actually, you lose the faith in your own consistency. Yep. You just lose faith in every action of your own. So encouraging them to actually just take one step at a time, maybe just drinking lemon water, as you said, actually makes them feel that, yes, they can do it. They have forgotten the path that, yes, you are capable. Your confidence is so eroded in yourself completely. That's interesting you guys say that because one of the reasons, we just finished our 10-day water challenge in the Facebook group that we just did. And that was one of the biggest feedback I had from a lot of people was that a lot of people didn't feel like that was something they could do for a full 10 days. The, the, The confidence had eroded such that, 10 days, I ain't, I can't do this. Or I won't do this. And the interesting thing was at the, at the after party, one of the things that people said was that they, their ability, they had never gotten this much support in a community for, to be consistent, to actually nurture and self-care to the point where they actually see the results, keep stacking up more and more and more, that there was undisputable proof 
that they could believe in themselves, they could achieve this, and that the community support and mentorship actually works because they had indisputable results from their own body. And that's the piece that I think there isn't a process out there in, to help people recover from this type mm-hmm. of trauma and erosion of their physical being and their health and their mental health. Right. Yeah, what, what I found, um, especially for myself and then in hearing other people's stories is what was happening with our own body was sort of a metaphor for what was happening emotionally, mentally, right? So for me, I had these issues because of my trauma about my inability to handle life, handle my life. It was, it was, a, it was a capability problem. Right. And then my body started to mirror that right now. It wasn't capable of keeping me well. It wasn't capable of healing. Um, and so I started to look at things as a metaphor. And so when I, I see people that come into my practice and they're having lots of issues, you know, we, we start to look at their illness metaphorically to see what's going on behind the scenes. And like what Laura was talking about, a lot of it is rooted in unforgiveness, both of other people and of yourself. Yeah. Right. And so when you can't forgive yourself, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that then you start to lose, there's, there's this innate self-trust, right, that you don't have. And so it, it sounds like that's what you guys were talking about, even in adding little things like water every single day, you're starting to build your own self-trust and you're, you're, you're knowing that you're capable of doing certain things, right? So building that self-trust, building that capability, I think is really key. You know, it's fa- I've seen each of you in your own way during the program have that point where it was your lowest point in some way. And Jamie, I remember like towards the end of the program, you actually had a medical procedure. I did. That like brought you to your knees and your career to your knees. Mm -hmm. And you were at your lowest point where literally you couldn't even trust that you could sit up for for an hour or even 20 minutes. Right. Dealing with all those neurological symptoms and pot symptoms. Right. And I remember I, I had a come to Jesus conversation with you. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> the metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Where I, I was like, I think at that point, were you even working or you were, you had to stop working because you were feeling so sick? Yeah. And I actually, you were like, I don't even know. If I, I can't work and I don't even know I could do what you're asking. I'm like, what do you mean? Of course you're going back to work. What do you mean? Of course you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> And I even had to say, you know, even if you don't believe it, you're going to have to borrow your, the That's belief right. from me. Because I've seen hundreds of you have this happen and I've seen hundreds of this get better. So even if you don't have that certainty and you don't have the belief, you can borrow it from me and damn it, yeah. you're going to borrow it from me. Totally. And, and that, I think, was so huge for me because not only, you know, are you an expert telling me I've seen this. You're going to be fine. This is possible. You're not too far gone. But then you also hear the testimonies of other people. And then I also started reading books on my own about neuroscience and rewiring the brain and mindset and and hearing those stories. And so I just chose at that point to stop Googling symptoms because everything told me I was doomed, right? Everything told me you're not going to get better. This is your life. So I stopped doing that and I started surrounding myself and filling my brain with stories of hope, mm-hmm. with stories of possibility. And that's what I lived in. That's what I chose to marinate myself in day and night, day and night, day and night after the come to Jesus moment with you. Because I'm like, I, this is at some point, this is going to be a mindset thing for me. You know, at some point I have to decide that I'm going to go in a certain direction and then make the choices to get myself there. Well, I think that's clearly the focus is power. And you were focused on the fact that, no, I'm never going to be able to do any of this again. And guess what? You were growing and manifesting. And I was like, no, girl, we're interrupting Mm -hmm. this right now. And then you said, 
you made the decision to be open to being coached about this and you shifted your focus to hell. Yes, of course I can do this. Hell yes, of course I can better. And hell yes, I'm going to actually surround myself with people and videos and stuff of all the people who get better. I mean, think about this. How many hours a week do you think most people with autoimmunity and chronic disease spend Googling all the stuff that can go wrong? Yeah. A lot. And what do you, and you said that, Jamie, you said that yourself, right? You said, (laughs) I was Googling all the things people with POTS or people with this neurological condition, people with this migraine from this procedure or this, that, like what else can go wrong? And and you were already living as if you were dying and dead. Mm -hmm. Are you going to die? And shifting the focus, I think is a tool. I just love what Jamie said about, about deciding because she's totally right. It's, you just need to decide. And it's funny because those people who say, well, I can't do this program because I'm too sick. I've been let down too many times. I can't tolerate it. That's actually the exact reason you need to do it, right? Yeah. Because you need, I, I got to be honest, like one of the biggest things that I can say I've gotten from being ill is growing that hell up, yeah. like growing up and yeah. learning. I needed, I needed to get, be held accountable to take care of myself in the way that my body desired it, but that I was like, no, 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 having like a tantrum about, no, I don't want to do that. Right. And so I was held accountable and was almost like trained in this program as well, just automatically where this is honestly, I'm doing this because it feels loving, right. I'm being Mm. so loving and so good to myself. And it felt like a chore before, but it's like having that accountability and deciding, yes, I'm going to allow somebody to, like Maggie said, to guide me so I can borrow her mentality for a little bit. And Laura, don't you think that once you adopt this about your health, it transfers to other areas of your life too? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh yes, it yeah. does. It does. Yeah. I've it become does. a fierce guardian of my yeah. my emotional life, my my mental life, right? A fierce guardian. Fierce guardian right there. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's beautiful to see what you've done with being your, your healthy boundaries and seeing your strength in that. I mean, there's no waiver. <laughs> I, I can't, my health depends on it. You know, my, my life depends on it. I can't, I can't, I can't. One, one thing I've seen Laura do, and I'm just going to comment on Laura here, a little kudos to Laura is shit went down. Shit went down in the middle while you were in the program. There was a lot of stuff that was going on with you, with you and your health. It was a journey through that out the other side. But what I really loved, and this is a tool for everybody. I, another tool nugget was you had a wonderful sense of humor. Yes. You do. You, you have an incredible sense of humor uh, where you were able to laugh at the bleakest moments or make light of it. I, I've... I've never heard so much about someone's bowel movements. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all day, Dr. Maggie. <laughs> but I love that was that you were able to have a sense of humor. Yeah. You know, if you guys haven't watched the show, Ted Lasso, I love Ted Lasso. And one of the things that he tells, one of the Ted Lassoisms is he says, be a goldfish. They lost this giant game. And he goes, be a goldfish. He's like, what's the memory of a goldfish? Three seconds. <laughs> so the goldfish is like next <laughs> and and one of the things about you laura is that we could be having a conversation about a really bleak terrible time and literally i just see you three seconds is up shift laugh make light of it. Yeah. There, there that is do you see that 
Yeah. Humor is a really strong tool in resiliency. Mm-hmm. And laughing is a way, quick way to shift. And I think it's a pattern interrupt. Your humor oh, interrupts yes. your pattern. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And because I do feel, yes, I, I think one of the biggest things that happens with autoimmune that I see mindset wise is shifting into victim mentality, right? We can mm-hmm. really shift into victim mentality. I've done it so many times. And I do believe that we need to honor it because it's coming up for a reason. So it's like, okay, honor that this is coming up for a moment or two, but then get the lesson, get the understanding of moving forward to who you would desire to become, make your decision, like Jamie said, and snap out of it. I think this needs to be a conversation about what is the difference between being victim and being responsible. Mm. There's a big difference. And it is really rooted in our languaging and, and everything. When we are a victim, we think things are happening to us. Okay. When yeah. we are responsible, we're actually creating this. We're responsible for this experience we've created for ourselves. <laughs> so most of us are living in victim. It's everybody else's fault because they failed me. It's because I can't do this. I was fired from this. I was that. That's why I'm here. Whereas response being responsible is, you know, I made that choice that created that. I made that choice that created that. I'm choosing to think in this way. And that's why I feel depressed. I'm choosing, you know, like it's there's a big difference between being victim and being responsible. And yet most of us are living, spending most of our time as a victim, like as if all this stuff is happening to us and we have no personal responsibility in this. Because we're scared to take it on because then we're like, what happens if I fail? Then what's going to happen, right? And if so you fail anyway, so you fail anyway? Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like owning full responsibility was very daunting to me too, because part of that felt like I was responsible then for how I had gotten to this point. And yes, I do have partial, I do have responsibility for that. And so once I own that, I actually have control over my next steps. It's beautifully liberating. It is actually an experience because I had Laura on one of the pod meetings with me. And yeah, she started off with the pod meeting. There was a little tantrum and then she shifted her gears real rapidly. And actually, it was a learning moment was right there. So it was Laura's growth happening right there in just 40 minutes with us in the pod. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and to me, I actually think none of us are perfect. Nope. And I actually like the fact that even as a you, you say, I, I'm the leader in this in this program, right? I'm growing every single day, every single day. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm being smacked with life lessons every single day. Mm-hmm. And it is not shameful for me to admit this is an area nope. I'm working on to grow. In fact, that happened today. You guys saw the post in the group. Oh, I yeah. made a post talking mm-hmm. about my personal area of growth that I needed to work on, that I was practicing, that I was sharing with everyone in the group. And I think that's really important to know is, is that life is practicing the skill. Like Laura had to practice to laugh at danger mm-hmm. and sadness, right? Jamie had to practice shifting from, I feel sorry for myself versus I'm responsible for what I think and do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. there had to be a shift that had to happen there, being yeah. responsible for yourself. Thank you for joining us today. If you're inspired to dive deeper and work directly with me and my team at Transform, click the link in the podcast description and book a call. For more resources and discussions, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our thriving Facebook community with over 90,000 members. The link to join is in the description. Talk soon.